Southern Vanguard Radio, this is DJ John Doe, and right in front of me in that little bitty, bitty, itty screen right there, I see him, I see him, it's Eddie Cappuccino's out, Memphis motherfucking me! Woo, woo, woo! Recording live from an undisclosed location tonight, fellas. (laughs) Meeks, how are you, brother? Chilling, man. Fez is watching, man. I'm chilling, man. <laughs> Why can't is talk that? too can't talk too much about where I am. Just know that I'm good, and uh, I got all my money with me, man. <laughs> all your monties, all the monties, all of, all of, not, not some of, it, all of, all of, all of, it. all of. It. <laughs> yeah, man. What's up, big home? Oh man, I'm happy to be here. Uh, you know, we're we're. Uh, we're currently, you know, under you know quarantine or shelter in place or whatever the fuck we're still doing. So, um, nah, man, the city live, man. This folk uh, eating brunch. <laughs> this folk yeah. uh, on patios. That's real. They're, you know they really saying? are. They really waffles, are. Chicken and waffles is back in full effect. It's going down. <laughs> Not in Atlanta. The mall is open. You can go get a fresh outfit. <laughs> The new Jays just came out. You go get you a pair of them. Stand in line. All right, I'll tell you how we're operating in my house. Nobody's coming in this motherfucker. <laughs> I, that, that, it, we're still operating like that. So you uh, got your own version of the CDC over there. I oh ain't yeah, fucking with you. Oh yeah. So uh, oh, you know, yeah. this is the first time you're joining. Uh, this is not normally how it goes. Usually, Meeks is you know here in Dirty Blanket Studios with me, and we are just having the god awfulest. You know, best time that uh, we've ever had. But for right now, we're doing it virtually. But uh, anyway, Mix, how was your weekend, man? It was good. Weekend was cool, real low key. Um, this weather's been on smash, though, hadn't it? This weather's been the dope. Weather, the weather is fantabulous. Uh, it gets no better. Unfortunately, uh, you have great weather during a pandemic. Now, when they open everything up, <laughs> it's probably going to be mad uh, humidity. Oh, it's going to suck. Uh, sweltering temperatures the likes of <laughs> cotton picking days so get ready for it get your old negro spirituals on deck because it's gonna be a, a lot of that coming in man i'm talking about hot hot son oh meeks is on one tonight i love it I'm talking about hot b I I did see I think in a couple of days like we 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 hit an eighty five for a high and when there's no turning back I think it's like oh yeah it's not to be taken lightly this is the south but you know I'll take it man if the only thing we can do right now is like you know I can take my kids outside and like you know walk around and ride bikes and shit like that's about all we can do play basketball yeah man I'll take it yeah what a privilege. <laughs> Yeah, man. All right. So, How about you, homie? You had a good weekend? Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, we did a Mother's Day thing on Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, happy, mother, happy belated Mother's uh, Day to uh, all the mammas out there. We we hope y'all had a good time. Uh, we hope y'all ate a whole bunch of crab legs and uh, dipped it in the butteriest of butter. <laughs> Um, I hope that was gallons of Moscato drinking. Um, oh, we did yeah, Prosecco. We just hope y'all had a good time, man. We did Prosecco over here. We did, we did Prosecco. Uh, Prosecco. Mimosa, mimosa See, you and on shit that, like that. You on that half a lube shit, man. In the hood, it's Moscato everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. I so digress. you know, we did that, and um, you know, I, you know, just all the all the regular shit. So it was good, man. That's I what's can't, up. I can't complain. Good shit. Good Boy, shit. Well, we've been losing people left and right. Rest in peace, Andre Harrell. Rest in oh, peace, Little Richard. Damn, man, it's man. fucked. It's fucked up out here. Music's taking a fucking big hit right now, man. It's crazy out here. Man, I almost had to slap the shit out of motherfucker yesterday. Motherfucker told me, uh. Uh, little Richard died from uh, Wop Baba Lou Bop or Wop Bam Boom. I was like, man, that shit ain't funny, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's almost like I wish I wish you had said he had died from the two to fruity or something like that if you was gonna be funny, but that shit ain't funny, man. Rest in peace to uh, Richard Penniman, man, and Andre Harrell. Um, Yo, I got an ill story about Little Richard. So the first time that my yo, wife... Yo, real quick, we uh, also okay. lost Roy. From Siegfried and Roy, he passed. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Man. Yeah, ben, I didn't know that. Ben Stiller's pops died today too. Ben Stiller's pop Jeez. passed away, man. That's just crazy. My real feeling on all of that is they some lucky motherfuckers because <laughs> uh, they not on this miserable ass rock we live on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> oh boy, I tell you what, Vanguardians, <laughs> it, this is gonna be. Uh, the show of shows this week. This interview session in episode 253 is going to be monumental tonight. I didn't come for no bullshit. No, you did. You, you, are, you are turned all the way up right now. I fucking love it. This is the most. Check, is- your, check your bitch. I didn't come for no bullshit. <laughs> check your bitch, man. He's on one. Check your bitch. This is the, you this know is what, the- John? As a matter of fact, bitch asked me can she have Mother's Day off. I said, bitch, for what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he got. Yes, he got a baby. She got a pimp to pay too. Uh, I'm through, man. Go ahead and get through with this introduction, man. This is the most excited I've seen you since we since we had to. I don't. I'm know. sick of this shit, man. <laughs> I know you are. I know you. God are. damn. <laughs> ah, all right, y'all. Well, if if you've never listened to Southern Vanguard Radio before, welcome. Uh, we we do this twice a week on Tuesdays. It's a mix show. All the latest and greatest hip hop. Uh, me and my homie Meeks here, my good good friend of uh, easily twenty plus years, uh, playing all new joints, talking all kinds of ridiculous shit. As you've you know heard firsthand here at the beginning of this interview session, and. Uh, <laughs> This is a smart ass tonight too, and then uh, after after that we get into an interview session on Thursday. It's an MC or DJ or producer, or, uh, photographer, or a creative type, uh, you know, within the the, the realm of this hip hop culture that we love so much and holds so so dear to our hearts. So that being said, uh, we're on about any platform that matters: Apple Podcasts, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, YouTube. And Meeks, we have some affiliates as well that help spread the word, correct? Yes. Uh, we represent live and direct on ATLHipHop.com. Uh, I am ClassicRawRadio.net. Return of the Boom Bap, WRBB. Uh, X-Squad Radio, X-Squad Affiliates, all those in Atlanta. And then we Who Ride on the West Coast with Soul Public Radio. Yay, Aww. yay. Yay, yay. All righty then. So let's get into this shit. Interview session this week. Uh, is a gentleman, actually two gentlemen are, are, we're so lucky and so privileged to have two gentlemen on the phone with us this week. If you've been under a rock, you all know that the JMO Gang LP dropped last week. 
It has fucking burner after burner, uh, you know, on it. These motherfuckers are cracking like, you know, top 20 uh, hip hop charts on Apple dude, Music. And- dude, they already nominated for two Soul Train Awards. This shit is crazy. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Like, for real. So Walking With Lions is out everywhere now. If you didn't know, go cop it. And we have two gentlemen that were behind uh, the Sonics for this thing. And uh, we're going to get into this shit right now. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, PJ Katz and J57. Hey! Yeah. 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 Yes. How we doing, yeah. gentlemen? It's going down tonight, homie. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so PJ, uh, first off, welcome. Uh, you know, J57 here is, as is, uh, uh, you know, has witnessed the fuckery, uh, in person and virtually now. Uh, Man, how did, how did we get J57? Like, I thought we talked to him our last time. Yeah, last yeah I thought that was it after the premiere joint oh, dropped. It was a tax write off doing this. Oh, week. man. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. But at least he kept it real. He just smirked it. It's because last time they were like, how much we got to pay you to be on the show now? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, PJ, uh, it's pretty much like this every week. So uh, this is either going to be the funnest time you've you've ever had or it's going to be the worst time you've ever had. Oh, no, it's going to be great. I can tell already. (laughs) No doubt. He's going to fit in just fine. No doubt. Dude, it's so good to be back here, man. PJ Katz episode are you kidding me this is like this was meant to happen let's get it no doubt i appreciate it man it's an honor to be here you've got you had some heavy people uh interviewed and believe it or not it's been i think i heard jmo gang back in i don't know when you guys first started as a group maybe 17 or 18 i I can't remember but i heard that episode and that's that's how i got connected with uh the show damn that was 17 right i think it was 18 Oh, 18. Okay. I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. Oh, El Gant. Yeah, man. Right? It was El Gant. I think so. Yep. And he was, yeah, we were at doing the A3. I think we were doing like A3C and we were working on yep, Run Your Candy. That, yep. That was, that's when we finished the album. <laughs> it was literally back then. That's crazy. That's dope. Yeah, man. So shit. So wait, I missed this. How did you guys connect again? And when? Oh, no, 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 no. He was wow. saying, he, he was saying, who, me and PJ? No, what were you talking about? How you? Oh, oh, PJ, you found out about the show around seventeen the show. or eighteen. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I went PJ through DJ Element back in twenty. Was it thirteen or twelve? Yeah, it's probably. Yep. Yeah, it's probably two thousand twelve. Well, yep. right. Yeah, it was twelve. Yeah, I mean, we we hit it off immediately. Like he he was already adding stuff to my beats. And remember, he came to the city. We went to um, Cinematic Music Group Studio. Smoke Dizzle was there. Smoke Dizzle. <laughs> I, I'll put yeah. it this way: I shouldn't have hit the blonde. <laughs> wait, wait, no. No. Now this story oh, sounds really interesting. Cool. You guys got to break that down real quick. Oh man! Well, PJ was in. Te- yeah, you were in Manhattan, right? Doing doing stuff, and you were like, "Yo, I'm in town. Let's get up." And I already had a session. Uh, shouts to Johnny Shipes, the big homie. Um, you know, he is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> from who? Like who? Like he's he's the reason there's so many people that exist in the in the music world, including Joey Badass, Pro Era, Smoke Dizza, Big Crit. Um, Dude, more than that, you know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. he was very, very cool and liked me and would let me use the studio for free. So I would go in over, uh, it was like my quad studio in that same building. And I was over there and PJ's like, yo, I'm going to come through. I brought some stuff, like we could work on shit. And I was like, all right, of course, let's get it. We were already working together. And we were there a little bit early 
and Smoke Dizza was finishing a session. Super nice guy too. We were finished. He was finishing a session. Like, yo, guys, cool if I go like a little ten minutes over. Blah blah blah. I'm like, first of all, this is like your studio. Thank you for letting me use it. Um, we're just happy to be here. Sure, whatever. So he goes over and he goes, yo, good looking out. I really appreciate your patience. Yo, you, you want to smoke? And he, like, off, passes us the blunt. How are we gonna say fucking no? Yeah, you, right. you have to. How are we gonna say fucking no, dude? I was on another. That was the highest I've ever been in my life. Oh, really? I don't even talk about smoking publicly ever. Sorry, whoever's listening that's in my family that probably doesn't want to hear this. But like that was on we were on another I was on another planet and um man, man, man. I, I was like, dude, we gotta go to a, we gotta go to the store and like get food or drinks or something. I can't work right now. I was like too paranoid and shit. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> PJ, is that how was you it, remember this evening? Was it, was it already rolled up or did he Yeah. Oh, that's where you fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up yep. from yeah, you had to you had to watch that roll. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. That that's a heavy smoker, and I'm a fucking complete lightweight. So you exactly. know, I'm on the goddamn planet, bro. But I ended up making the beat that ended up being Peter Venkman on my last album that just came out. Now I ended up making that beat that night. <laughs> but like, dude, otherwise, I don't even know if we got to work. Did we? Did we even get to work that night? <laughs> no, I, I left. I left. I was like, there was no way anything productive <laughs> is gonna happen tonight. But that yeah. was fun. It's fun though. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> That's you know, PJ is my fucking guy, dude. Like, we have so much music out together. Our first yeah. endeavors were uh, Blame One, the Blame One album, uh, Walk in the Sun. Oh, really? That was, that was the first album you guys worked on together, huh? First thing we ever did was uh, the, the the outro for the song uh, How Much Time's Left, I believe. Oh. Right? I was like, yo, I have this vision. And I had a whole idea for this, like, second movement. I, I just told him through phone calls and email, I think. And he brought it exactly to life and more, sent me the stems. I added my my drums and bass and kind of just, we co-produced that outro like on some huge shit. And it, to me, that's my favorite part of like the entire album. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just so big sounding. And and it really was like me kind of being like, oh, I kind of want, I want to go into that sound. And uh, and it was just, I mean, me and this guy go back. Like we were at, later on in 2013, we were in, actually this week, 2013, it was this exact week, 2013, we were there at Red Bull for a whole week working. Mm -hmm. game brought the ipad before anybody was doing that shit that was the first time i saw somebody use an ipad for music in my life you were on the ipad early pj Mm. yeah i was um i mean i always think like you can find sounds wherever you want if you can know how to sculpt them and and play i mean Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter (laughs) where is it where it's coming from i think a lot of times people look at a consumer device like you're gonna make music with that right and and sometimes they're like uh who are you (laughs) <laughs> right right um but i i was like i got excel documents and synthesizers right here anything can happen <laughs> um, yeah man that was that was a hell of an experience though oh, dude, he got busy, man he got busy like i can't even that's just like tip of the iceberg this guy he co-produced and like played instruments all over this fucking jmo album dude like you know what I'm saying? Like on the song Highway with Premiere, he fucking played the bass on that thing, live bass. You yeah, know what I, mean? I just figured that out. And, and Jay, Jay, no slight. I, I was I was texting with uh with with PJ a little bit back and forth before this started, and I said, well, "What joints did you do on uh on uh the Jamo Gang LP again?" And he, and I rattled off a few, and he's like, "Yeah," and I played the bass on Highway, and I was just like, "Golly, that makes a ton of sense because the bounce man is just crazy on that joint." And um, he wasn't the yo he. That, that was like not the first time he sent some funky bass to me, bro. Like this guy kills it every single time. I'm probably I'm gonna stop talking now, but I'm just trying to sing. <laughs> I want people to know how dope he is. Like I my that, co-sign yeah. at least because you know I 
I'm not sitting here like letting him fucking, you know, sit in the background while I'm being like, yo, yeah, J-Mo gang was all me, all me. It's like this motherfucker brought my shit to life on mad songs. And I want people to know that shit. He's a genius. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. That's I dope. appreciate it. Hell yeah. So um, yo, yo, go ahead. PJ, go ahead, man. Um, I got to hear that you are uh, from from Albany, New York. That's uh, that's upstate. Yep. Yeah, what's the um, what's the what's the current climate like? Because we know, you know, some of your upstate affiliates got shit on lock right now. What's what's popping in Albany? As far as COVID, nah. As far as the music nah, scene, just the music scene. Just you know, uh, upstate. Uh, you know, as far as upstate New York goes, is you know making noise and everything like that. You know, I think we get slighted all the time because the city's so close and uh, everybody, you know, has got eyes on New York rather than Albany. There's tons of talent here, but nobody breaks through, um, you know, for one reason or another. But, you know, I look at Buffalo and everything that's happened with Griselda. And so people can pop up any place. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I mean, you look at um, Travi from... Um, uh, Jim class, you know, I mean, he's out in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York and that band exploded. Uh, it takes one good song, you know, and that's it. And everybody's right. Riding. Um, but here, man, um, not much, not much. And it, and it's too bad. Uh, if you know, Fanagram, if you ever heard of Fanagram, they're, oh. they're from around here. Are they really? I and didn't they, know that. Yep. Absolutely. And they got that ATL connection with big boy. Right. Yeah. So, okay. um, phenomenal band and they're they're really only the breakout um group at all from around here mm, okay are you're from there originally pj yeah man uh i grew up here went to college here as well um i mean my, i made my way around a little bit i mean i spent some time and i don't even know if jay knows this but um you know i spent some time down in miami and, and i know D- yeah i actually do DJed a lot down there, made some incredible connections. Um, you know, we opened up for Puffy and um it's just crazy. Uh, so Open many up, people. Wait a minute, wait. Open That's up crazy. DJ, like just DJing, yeah. Oh, okay. So no, no, it was it was an amazing experience. I if you guys are ever familiar with the new kids on the block, I know you all are because your age. <laughs> sure. But I that's where I did my internship and he let me hold down his MPC and it was it was a it's just a, a really great experience just being in that mix. But yeah, I'm from here and stay here. I'm never going to leave. That's I what's up. Uh, what do you like about Albany, PJ? Uh, what do I like? I could tell you more things I don't like about the <laughs> area. But um, no, you said you're not leaving, so you must like it. Yeah, that's not what we asked you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, what do I like about Albany? I like that everybody tells it how it is. There's no, you know, sometimes you go out in LA or other places and it's just like, maybe it's because you're an outsider. You just never know. I always just feel like in Albany, somebody has something to say, they're going to say it. Somebody approves something, they're going to tell you why they approve of it, blah, blah, blah. But we, you know, we always got each other's back too, which I think is important. So it's like, it's a family unit. So even though nobody's popping out here musically, really, um, we always have each other's back. We're always supporting. There's nobody trying to sabotage anybody. And for a music scene, you can't ask much more than that, man. Go. Right. Yeah, you really can't. So how'd you fall into this rap shit, man? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I mean, I've always been infatuated with uh, equipment. So I used to, you know, my father had the um, tape decks and the record player, and I used to pause tape and bring back the Run DMC or bring back the Luck of Lucien break and and just rock the tape deck. And from that point, I just, being a lover of jazz, and I blame that all on my father too, listen to Headhunters and right. everything, mm. the Grateful Dead, Steely Dan. I always used to hear the loops, you know, like Black Cow. Oh my God, I remember listening to Asia back on my father's, um, you know, record player. And so I always wanted to take that loop. And I understood that just listening to Run DMC, it was always about the four-bar loop. Yeah. And so I would go out and just rent like um, the EPS, the Insonic EPS for $35 on a weekend. And so I used to rent it for a weekend for $35. Damn, that's <laughs> and, crazy. Um, and that was like paper root money. And this is high school. This is like a 93 well, it's, he, he right. said paper route money. That's how I got my turntables fucking uh, Dude, right? delivering newspapers. Yeah. And flipping and so burgers I would at McDonald's. Do that. Nobody else was doing that. Nobody else was making the effort to go get equipment. So they're, they're, it's like a mystery at this point. How is this happening? Right. What is this machine? What is a four track? Nobody, nobody invests. Nobody took that step. And I did. And that's really how it started. And then just started producing and making relationships and. That's it. Oh, damn! That's crazy. Oh yeah. But you were you were playing before all this, right? I mean, were you playing early, like playing instruments early, or? Yeah, I mean, I remember you know being, you know, nine, ten years old, and my dad having a drum set. And actually, it's a you probably can't see it on the camera, but I can see it actually. All right, so that drum set is my first drum set ever. That's a 1979 Thomas Superstar, and I love it, and I'll I'll never get rid of it. And that's just a piece of history, you know. That's that, that's in the basement. Yeah, and man. So, you know, and I play a little guitar, but I I play bass, and everything's by ear. And bought a Fender Rhodes, and bought a Hammond organ. Just never, you know. I sell some stuff, but all those main instruments, those core instruments that I heard on that Steely Dan record, right? right that are on the back of the Herbie Hancock record. Yeah, that's it. You know, and I just acquired all the stuff. Damn, I want to come to your basement, PJ. Can I come Bro, hang I out? I got the... You can sleep here. If you ever get kicked out. Right. <laughs> He's um, on the verge of getting kicked out. Weekly, so. <laughs> exactly. Take you up on that. Here. Yeah, man. No doubt. Yo, PJ Studio is fire. Me and Element were just there a few months ago working on shit with him. Oh, word. Yeah. That's DJ Element. Yeah. It looks dope. It looks real dope. I wish I that's could. That's like a, it's like half. That, you can't even really see it. To the right of him, he's got so much shit too. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got, I had tons of stuff. Mm. PJ, that's your, that's your day in, day out, man. You, you in the lab all day, every day. What's, 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 uh, what's a day in the life of PJ like? Uh, day in the life is I work in music publishing. Mm. Uh, it's a private music publisher. So I, I'm in the education world of that. And I've been doing that really since 2002 and um you know as far as keeping the lights on and different things and keeping the braces in and all that stuff um that's what <laughs> i do um and then you know as soon as it hits 9 p.m i'm down in the basement creating samples and making beats and all that stuff so nice it's mm. my life i love it all right that is Music publishing, how'd you get into that game, man? 
just being and can you and can yeah. you help the little fish like us? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to answer that question and say no. Uh, unless you're a Broadway singer. Are you a Broadway singer, Meeks? <laughs> no, nah, not yet. I, I had an audition for Hamilton, but I was a little too dark. So that shit didn't quite go right. You know, I almost was in Cats, but I'm not comfortable being naked on stage. It's, it's a little shit that it's holds me back, man. Yeah, it's a little shit that holds me back. Well, if you ever improve <laughs> in any of those areas, um, holler at me because I'm I'm trying to get you a gig. Yeah. Um, yeah I sing my ass off now, so if you if you got some leads, let me know. I I, I, I hit a note on their ass. Me, Meeks, I think I think you should drop something right now, just in case. <laughs> me, 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 me. Nah, I'm good. Okay, all right. Yo, all right. Yo, you, yeah. you sing a little bit on the DJ Pocket record that's coming out, don't you? I'm not going to any choruses, but you got a couple of fucking hits on that thing. <laughs> I mean, I do a little something, man. I do a little something. So I'm going I'm I'm to keep that in mind, PJ. So you you All basically right, deal with, uh, with, with Broadway shit? Uh, a little bit, yep. Okay. Some Broadway stuff. Um, you know, that kind of went down the tubes after everybody can't go anywhere. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot in education as well. So serving music teachers and different things. Mm. Okay. Mm. And it, believe me, there's been plenty of times. I was just at a, a high school here um, and I was telling them everything about what I do in the music industry. And that's everything from online music education to creating samples for producers to use. And, you know, it was the inner city. Um, and I went in there and they're looking at me like, what does this dude know about anything with his goofy glasses? Wow. And and I and I played them. <laughs> some stuff and they were just blown away and immediately I had their attention. So right. that was straight. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. So um you work in publishing. Are you affiliated with one of the bigger well known publishing entities? Um, no, no. can you say or uh Wise Music Group is the publishing company. Um okay. it's not um you know, any of the writer affish, uh, affiliations. So okay. not like Warner Chapel or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. More with print publishing for music. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. But cool. I'll tell you what, man, if I could do what I've done with, you know, J57 or what I've done with J Live or any anybody else, uh, I would love to do that day in and day out. <laughs> That's what's no up. Doubt. It's 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 nothing never. wrong with that. No doubt. So, fellas, talk to us about this JMO Gang LP real quick. Like, was uh, how did you? How did you? You what? You had a hand in what? Four joints, PJ. Is that yes, right? sir. Yeah, I think four. I'm looking it up. <laughs> 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 I have all the credits saved just to be safe. But uh, the most craziest thing it was like. When I remember when you came up here, mm-hmm. it was um, 2013. Yep. And that was the most, you know, and then here we are seven years later. And that just goes to show, you know, really your, not only your work ethic, but your body of work um, is timeless. It's not attached to, you know, any sort of uh, gimmick or auto-tune saxophone because it was hot for three months on the radio. <laughs> um, you know, longevity is important. 
And uh, I just, uh, I appreciate that about you in general. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Yo, thank you, dude. That, yo, that session that we had, that was, I, I want to say that was December, 2013. I could be wrong. I want to say it was. And I was like, just watching you get busy on the keys and everything in person after working together through email for like six months or whatever, or a year we were working by for probably for a year by then mm-hmm. I was blown away. I was like, yo, this dude is a musician. And that like really made me want to buckle down and get like nicer at everything I was doing just musically in general. And, uh, and that w- we didn't know, but we were working on the JMO Gang album then. And that was yeah. like a solid two years before JMO Gang was even a thing. <laughs> you in know 2013, I mean? really? Yeah, it was 2013, yep. like straight up. That, the Walking With Lions song is the one that we're speaking yep. about. Um, it's the actual, like the title track. That one, yeah, that was uh, that was one of my first like banger sample free beats that I made. You know, by like 2011, I hit my stride mm-hmm. doing sample free, like where everything I was doing was pretty fucking good. And then by like t- 2013, I was like, I'm anything I'm doing is fucking great as a sample free producer. Trust me before that they were trash. I don't even want to show you guys what I was doing with the sample free, like <laughs> fake it, like cheesy, fake Scott Storch key knockoffs. I was doing, Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> well, nobody's ever going to hear those. Nobody's ever going to hear them, but I'm like, yo, I'm solid at what I'm doing now. Like at the, at tw- by 2030, I'm fucking good. I'm actually good at it. I'm like, I want to be great. Let me bring in like real ass musicians who I have a great chemistry with as people and as collaborators. And, um, there was a few people I was working with, but PJ was by far the number one dude. And to this day, it's the same thing. It hasn't changed. And there's a reason for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my guy on so many levels. So, um, that shit ain't changing after this. I'll t- this is the warm up, man. JMO gang is the, is the fucking beginning for all this shit for all everybody involved. Everybody mm-hmm. involved. We're super grateful. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, I've never cracked the top 20, like you were saying, never cracked, cracked the top, top 20, uh, iTunes shit before in my life, in my life. That's and I didn't think I've ever been a part of. So it's like, it's just a blessing, man. Super grateful. You know? What's how was you? it? Um, how was the co-production um, aspect of everything? Like uh, when you when you speak speak in terms of co-producing, are are you guys in the same room? Are y'all flying shit back and forth to each other? Um, kind of tampering with things in real time. How how does that work out? Both. I, yeah, I mean, I, I can speak to that a, a lot because it's not just. J57. I mean, I've done co-production or bass for a lot of people. And I always feel like um, there's something special about when somebody's in the room and saying, all right, here, here is my picture. I want you to finish it, Mm. you know, and we're we're vibing and um, I can get immediate feedback and be like, oh, you mean like this? And he's like, no, totally not like that. Like, can you do X, Y, and Z? And I'm able to uh, translate what he's trying to get in his head to actual frequencies. And I love doing that. Um, Shit's magic, so, right? Shit is magic. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, there's been times, I mean, last time when you were up here, I mean, we knocked like three things out that were. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's just that energy. It's like, yeah, yeah. All right. What about this? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm thinking more like this. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just floating with the energy. My ego, I left my ego way back in high school, right? right. It's gone. <laughs> and my, the only thing I'm thinking about is serving the song. What can I, what am I bringing to the table that he hasn't brought to the table and he's looking for? Cause I can't repeat what he's done. He's, he's coming to me for something that I have right. and I'm able to add and being in the room certainly helps. So co-production in the room. Great. Through mm. email. Absolutely. Um, 
Send me that work, whatever. Beast. He's a beast through email. Nice. And, and you know what? There's a hybrid. There's a hybrid. I'm just remembering this right now. Francis Scott Key, number two on the album. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a legit co-production. And what we did was we got up in a, in a studio session, just me and him. He, you brought the laptop and all, and all your like sounds and everything. And you were just opening up Pro Tools sessions, multiple sessions. I, I want to say this is 2014 is what I'm talking about now. And he opens up sessions and he's just playing a bunch of shit until I was like, that's really cool. And then he's just making loops. And I'm like, that's like, no BPM. Like we're just fucking around with sounds. And there was like a bunch of sessions like that. No drums. No, I I don't think there was a BPM bunch of that going on. And then 2016, July 4th, 2016, I opened up those sessions. And one of them was that, I mean, there was just so many sounds. It was just insane. It was three minutes long riffing. And I went through and I found all the sounds from Francis Scott that became Francis Scott Key's beat. All those sounds were played by PJ. And I went, I sampled him through all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like everything was literally played by him. And I just brought that shit to, like, I took this part, that put Frankenstein, that shit together in my Pro Tools mm-hmm. session or Reason, and then dumped it into Pro Tools and finished it up. And I named the beat America because it was 4th of July. I sent it to El Gant, And then he comes back. Yo, check your email. And I hear, America, America. And I'm like, oh, shit, we're going political. Let's get it. <laughs> That's crazy. But again, like, back to the production. That's, that is also, like, a third way that PJ and I have collaborated and that PJ collaborates with people. You know, I mean, he's got credits with so many people like Sky Zoo and Torre to name a couple. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's playing live instruments on shit, too. So it's like it's like uh, it's it's a blessing to be in the same room with him, do email or be in the same room and kind of mess around, make some samples that four years la- or two years later uh, become a fucking beat. You know what I mean? Like out of the blue. So you just never know what you're going to do with this guy. <laughs> you never now, know. Jay, the um, uh, the Francis Scott Key shit, that was going to be a single, right? But you guys kind of pull back on that. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, audibly it was a single. It was like a, like when we announced that we signed a fat beats like a year ago, I guess it was a single, but yeah. Uh, ri- video wise, it was supposed to come out. I'm sorry. Video with- wise. My bad. No, 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 no. Well, yeah. I mean, that's still a single like, um, you know, video during our campaign for the album, it would have been a single. And we, uh, we, yeah, we last minute auto, we pulled an audible like on Friday that was coming out Monday, whatever date, like 421. I'm totally wrong. It wasn't 421. We were wrong about whatever it was. And I called Raz and gone on a conference call. I'm like, yo, I don't think anybody wants to hear a politically charged fucking single right now, like as a video and shit, like on an album in a body of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's no disrespect to anybody who's doing that. And maybe it's working for them, but I know I don't want to hear that shit. No offense to them. I don't, I don't right. care who the fuck it is. I don't want to hear it because a lot of shit is going on in this world. I want to be, so I want celebratory shit. I want things to vibe to. I want escapism first of all. And that's why I make music to begin with. I make all escapism right. for people because that's what worked for. That's what happened for me. You know what I mean? I was able to escape the fucking bullshit in the world or even just vibe out and just escape on some shit. And that, uh, yeah. that is why we pulled back and we're like, yo, we're not dropping this video. We still haven't. And we actually switched it with another PJ cats co-production Runyon Canyon featuring Sid Wilson of slip. Oh, look at that. I just, not, I just dope. now figured that out because you said it. All right. That's dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> because you said it that's an amazing sentence just now put that together because you told me crazy as hell I gotta use that on somebody communication works (laughs) PJ do you ever think you'd do a record with fucking uh, Sid from Slipknot no no and I I mentioned that to everybody I'm like I you know if you would have told listen I met uh, Elgon (laughs) Um, before anybody. Oh my God. He, you <laughs> Wait, know, what does that mean? Uh, what do you here, mean before anybody? He was up here at the, the college, the university. Yeah. It was all, and, yeah. 
right? And so we always used to go to the dive bars and and uh, freestyle, you know, until two a.m. It was the most ridiculous thing. But that that dude was incredible with it. Yeah, he's a beast. so incredible with it. And and to look now, see where we are, still in the mix with these crazy men with children brains sometimes <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> it's, it really is um <laughs> but just it's incredible and to be on the same album as premiere and say it and all these people it's just like brass guys come on this is yeah. like a dream i i'm good like i'm i'm straight <laughs> right right that's dope oh uh, yeah so talk to us about running canyon a little bit What's the backstory uh, behind that? Shit. That, that's an example of him bringing my idea to life. And it, it was actually Gant's idea originally. He was, remember we did the radio show with you guys, I want to say October 2018? Yeah. I want to say that. I could be wrong. No, it was. And, it was uh, A3C. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So he, so right before A3C, me and him were in the studio, like before the show, like that day, me and Gant were in the studio and he, and we were like, yo, the JMO album's done. We're just waiting on a couple of features or a couple, couple of mixes. It was like things like that. And this is like 2018, you know, we just signed with Fat Beat secretly. We didn't tell anybody yet. And he was like, yo, um, we don't have a head nod or boom bap track. There's so much beautiful like subject matter stuff. And it's really cohesive and this and that. We don't have like that head nod or shit just laying around. We have Belushi and Acroid, but that's slow. That's a, that's a boom trap. As my man, Harry Fraud called it when he heard it. He's like, that's boom trap. You know what right. I mean? He's like, we need that head nod or shit. I was like, all right, let's get in the studio right now. We, I can't let this marinate in my brain, bro. I'm not going to be able to do the show tonight. That's all I'm going to think about. So we go right in the studio. We had like two hours. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go through drum loops that I've created. Um, you fucking tell me what you like. And I was going through them. And he goes, yeah, that one. That's a good tempo. I fucking throw that in Pro Tools. I'm like, I'm going to play you samples I've created that nobody even has. Um, you let me know what you like. And I go through them. And I play them. I play him that shit. And he goes, yeah, 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 that's that's the one. So I'm starting to flip it. You know, add, I had a couple keys to it myself. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm tapped out. I don't know what to do to this. It's so delicate. It's such a minimal beat. I'm like, I'm calling in a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't even say it gant goes you want pj on this don't you i'm like yep so we started an email chain and pj was like yeah it's gonna take a minute guys like an hour later he sends that shit through or something it was like real quick. And i was you know i throw i threw his stems in the pro tools and i was like i know what i'm doing for the next couple hours this is fucking amazing every sound he added to it was out of here it was just exactly what i wanted and i didn't even know it yet you know what i'm saying so that that's my side of the story <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for me, just hearing bed of chords down, I'm always thinking about melody, anything that is going to catch the ear, you know? So I'm always thinking counter melody, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, uh, man, it's just a, it's just a good mix. Like I always look at when, when Jay sends me stuff, it's always something I know I can bring what I can do, right? Cause I can't do it all, but I can do a very specific thing. Right. And it's just, it's just a good partnership. It just works. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind that's of, that's how that one. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that, that, that's it. What kind of advice so do you be, guys have? Oh, so sorry. We're going to be, go be hearing stuff for quite some time then. I mean, it, it sounds like a, a, a marriage made in heaven. Like, like you guys really not only compliment one another, but, genuinely enjoy the the work process the workflow of, of oh, yeah. making this stuff happen so that's cool man i that's love a, it. that's a rarity these days it's my dude man i'm grateful for this dude like as a friend aside from the music shit and i'll tell you 
once this COVID shit is a little bit calm, <laughs> I would like really calm. I would love to go to, you know, I want to, I'm going to come to Albany, work on beats with him and element. And like, that's what we're doing. Like I would have been there. I was just there in December, right around Christmas time. Yep. Um, I did plan on coming back like around my birthday, early February, but that's when, I mean, I was in New York working with fraud and then I came back and like, I just was like, yo, I feel like this COVID shit's going to get a little crazy. And then it did. So that's why I haven't been back. But I'm telling you, me and this guy in the same room and element too, that was actually really dope. All three of us, yo, it's a, it's never going to stop. And like I said, I have pro tool sessions of samples that PJ like played right in front of me years ago that I could dig that shit up on a flight yeah. one day or fucking whatever it is. Anytime I could just kind of nitpick little sounds and they could become something crazy. And then we could add to it. And like, even like hit it and quit it, man. I didn't know if like, I don't want to like ruin the flow of the show, but like the, like that's, I have a, I have a gut feeling. I didn't ask him yet, but I think that might be premier one of his favorite joints on the record. Cause that's the one he's been bigging up a lot on the gram. So shouts to premier, but um, like, dude, I like, I played, it started with a, like a voice message from Raz, like a voice memo. He emailed me and gone and he goes, Yo, can you, Jay, can you make a beat around this? And it was literally him going, dun, 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 like that melody, that playful melody with his voice, which is the intro. And I went, I went and uh, did the drums and like chopped it to the tempo. And then I, I tried playing keys over it, but I just couldn't. So I, I did a voice thing. I just did all this like a voice effect shit to make it sound like instruments. And it sounded really, really bad. It sounded like a kazoo or something. And I'm like, PJ, can you bring this to life? Actually, I brought it to Benefit first. Benefit was with me when. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, Benefit was with me when. So I that's how the Benefit. Yeah, like I was Word. going to his crib that night, and uh, that exact night I was going to, to Benefit's crib, and I had the stems with me and everything, and I was like, he likes when I do the voice thing. He's like, that's really original and really cool. you have anything else? I was like, I just did this now for something Radisant. He goes, yo, I could replay that stuff, blah, 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 and like it just didn't work out or whatever, and uh, and I was like, all right, let's go, PJ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes sense, and mm -hmm. this guy sent me back. Man, like it sounds like a band, you know what I'm saying? Like my sounds might be in there layered actually, but you can't hear what I did. It's just like a feeling kind of thing. But yeah, PJ brought that shit. It sounds like a band, you know what I'm saying? And that's just another that's just another dynamic that we have where he literally I did the melodies and shit and he just brought it to life with guitar, bass and mm. whatever, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's one of my joints too on the album. That's one of my favorites. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it was that when you sent me that is one of those things that I started to think about, about doing sample replays and starting a sample catalog, because I'm like, you know, I, we have a great relationship. We, we, you know, we work at that level, but why am I not offering, you know, all those samples to producers? And so mm -hmm. I started that in January, but mo I'm thinking back now, I think it was because you asked me to do that, <laughs> that crazy. replay. And it's got my brain working. And yo, I don't want to ruin the flow of the show again, but I gotta say, can we just talk on that on the Mordello shit, man? Because oh, that was gonna be my next question. So I mean, you just okay. segued into That's every into it perfectly. Oh man, okay. So Mordello, question. My, my, my <laughs> 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 I feel like that's my fault. Well, it, it, it was pretty. It was pretty simple and done, and uh, you know, to the point. But uh, talk to us about Mordello Music Group. Yeah, man. Um. So basically what I've done in in July, I just wanted to put out sample libraries and I'm totally late to the game. I mean, there's people out there like Frank Dukes, people I love, oh, yeah. uh, Cam One, uh, MTK, and all these all these people just make unbelievable samples. I'm like, you know what? I, I can do that. I can do all that. I can, I can take what I love sonically about those old records I used to listen to at my dad's, you know, and then I can play everything and sculpt it out simple compositions i know not to disrupt uh disrupt a vocalist i know where to stay away frequency wise um 
And, you know, that's my way of being creative. And I, I can make beats all day long. And I just, I would rather make the samples that producers are using and um, hopefully try to, you know, land a major placement, getting some co-production that way. And so I've been ramping up and, uh, man, I put out uh, five things since January. So great. You know, and I, I, I love it. I love the way it's going. Is that a, a promising outlook on that um, that journey you you set yourself on, PJ? Is it you know? I think can you so. see it? Can you see it like really turning into something big? I think the biggest thing for me is that I enjoy doing it. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, so I come down to my basement. I'm not frustrated. Be like, man, why am I making this drums? Like, I don't want to just sit here and just make beats all day. I've been doing that since '93. Um, (laughs) what what can I do? And so, man, it's been great. The reception has been amazing. I've had some major people hit me up and be like, yo, I heard about your catalog. Send me it. Absolutely. I will send you it. (laughs) Um, my man Trox, who I just, I had a relationship with via Twitter. I was like, man, I was like, bro, I'm going to send you this, uh, this library. Just let me know what you think. No expectations. If it's not your thing. Cool. So he was on his, uh, on his Twitch channel. He spent two hours looping up my, and made six beats out of my catalog. All right. So, I mean, if my stuff is trash, you just wasted two hours, but he didn't. Next thing I know, he's making a connection um, with somebody else in, in Dallas who's got credits with Dela, Nas and everybody. And so I'm able to, if I'm in that conversation, what more can I ask for? You know, right. and again, I'm just bringing what I can to the table. Um, I'm not an asshole. Like, let, let, you know, I'm not. I'm not looking for cash. I'm just looking for relationships. Is this? Is it? Where is your heart at, kid? Is it where my heart's at? Mm. Musically, are we on the same page? Mm. Then we're good to go. So I, I think, man, the future's bright. As far as I'm concerned, love That's that. What's up? Yeah, I heard these joints. They're crazy. They're crazy, bro. They're crazy. <laughs> They're crazy. Fucking it. nuts. Mm. They're, yo, they're crazy, and I'm a snob with that shit. I'm a snob. People send me their shit all the time. Mm. Fucking, I don't. I can't even tell you. It's a small percentage of the times I'm actually like inspired by anything I hear, or I, or I'm blown away. You know what I mean? Because yeah. shout to shout to the I'm spoiled. Shout to the homie, fucking G Coop. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Shouts to G Coop. I have a million yeah. co-productions with him that are out and coming out, and uh, and Frank Dukes too. That's the homie. Like shouts to him too for the inspiration over all the years of whatever. Like. PJ sending me his shit. I'm like, yo, this is right up there with them, dude. This is right up there with them. <laughs> Period. Everyone's PJ, gonna see that. PJ, w- what what do you think? What do you think is different about your particular library or sound? Like, what do you do different than the other guys? Everybody's got their thing. Like, yeah, I think uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have libraries that are somewhat predictable. I guess it's like, oh, I know what to expect. Um, this this sounds like. You put to you you played a bunch of virtual instruments and it's on a four-bar loop and you're calling it a day. And and you know what? There's a lot of popular music that is top 10 right now that sounds like that. That's dope. That's cool. Um, I think what I bring to the table is a little bit more depth and far as far as melody, um, sounds that are really, really unique that um that people aren't using right now. Um, but I always nod to that sonically. So there's always something that when somebody listens to my samples, they're like, man, that sounds like I could use that. It could work, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily something that's been done a million times in a, in a four bar trap loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, my next, my next release, that'll be out in two weeks. I'm working with a good friend of mine, James rock. Uh, it's going to be called cascade and it's going to be a future pop OVO, um, Kalani, you know, um, uh, Aunt Clemens. It's going to be R and B, very future. I like, uh, and that's going to be my dopest one yet. You know, I know it. Um, Damn! So, so this will be the last time we talk to you as well. Yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah, they um, hope so, Meeks. They hope so. They don't want to talk to fucking us. Look, yeah, exactly. Talking to <laughs> we get these one and done. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're like hey, TJ, um, one of one of the first cats I I can recall. Uh, jumping out into the um, custom made, I, I don't, I don't know. It's it's in here somewhere. Let me find. I don't want to. I don't want to say this. Oh, okay. One of the first sample makers that I I became aware of early on um, was uh, DJ Khalil uh, from Self Scientific, and he's done work with Dr. Dre and things like that. Are you familiar with any of his libraries? No, I'm very familiar with Khalil, but not his okay. not his libraries. Okay, yeah, he's. Uh, I guess he he makes a living going to the the big conferences and kind of putting it on people's ears and hearts that you can actually do that stuff. And I was just wondering if mm-hmm. uh, that was somebody you you kept in touch with or or, or tracked at all. No, no, okay. you know, just uh, I think this was really. The steam behind this comes from conversations with Jay and being like, yo, you can, you can really do this. You know, I I can help put you in a position to maybe give you, get samples in people's studio or in front of people. Um, And that's really the hardest part about this. I mean, any way you work, um, that man, Jay five, seven is one of the hardest working people in this industry, period, hands down. I don't know how that dude sleeps or if he sleeps at all. That's why his skin is so white. But um, <laughs> oh, um, but anyway, um, so I, that's what I'm trying to do: just establish relationships and, and you know let people know that it's something there to uh, to chop up and work. And hopefully, I can land on a another JMO record or something. And you want that? And you want that pearly white skin? I get it. Yeah, I man. get it, man. <laughs> that shit right. takes. That shit takes you to places that you never thought it could. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh hey my i got a question god. for you guys so oh this is dope so so on the so, so on the music <laughs> on, on the music library shit yeah. like <clears throat> if you if you were to have a placement that rang off right mm-hmm. like rang off yeah. in a big way yep not trying to get in anybody's pockets but what does that mean to someone like you, PJ, from mm-hmm. a, I mean, obviously the exposure and the visibility is invaluable, right? And you're talking about relationships. I get all that, right? Yeah. But yep. what what does that mean financially? Like, that, like, oh, yeah. So, 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 I can answer so, that so, question so too. okay, okay, great. Cause, cause I like, I'm always curious about that is like, what does that, from a bottom line perspective, what does that actually mean? to someone like you who provided that that source is it all about the deal you cut or like what 
No, I mean, everything's negotiable, right? So we can right. just start there. Okay. But ideally, if if this if a sample lands on a major label, um, that producer would get some sort of fee or advance. I would be entitled, at least in my composition works that aren't royalty free, to have a piece of that, right? And I would also want to be co-producer. Now I could say, you know what? That fee, I'm I'm cool with that. Like keep that. I want to make sure I get co-production credit on this. Right. Yep. Because this industry is based on a lot of clout and who you work with last and your last record. Um, and I appreciate that. Um, and I'm I want longevity just as anybody else. I don't want to ruin a relationship, but I also mm-hmm. want to be fair about any financial situation. Right. But overall, because my work is easily cleared, right? We don't have to find out who owns the masters, who owns the copyright on a um, Miles Davis record or anything. Right. They can clear it with me, no problems, right? My job is to make that producer get to the finish line quicker. They don't have to worry about the sample. It's done. They're in the studio. They got it. Right, that that record gets placed. I can get a piece of the fee that goes to the producer, but most importantly, I can get um, publishing and I can get royalties. Okay, gotcha. So right. every time that record streams, every time it goes on stage and plays, every time it hits the radio, smart. So just as a producer would. What were you saying, Jay? I just said that's very smart. <laughs> right. Right. Great business. Right. I guess it's probably difficult to um, balance the short-term and the long-term kind of decisions when it comes to something like that, right? Or no? I I, I don't, it's, everything is, it depends, right? I mean, you could say it depends a million times to any question, but it really does. What, What does this situation look like? What does my working relationship with this producer look like? for the next two years, for right, the next right. year and a half, right? for the next email. Are they saying, you know what? Clear. I, I can't give you um, anything on the, on the uh, fee. I will absolutely give you co-production. All right. Well, what else do you have lined up? Who else are you working with? Can I find a sonic landscape that's going to work for A, B, and C artists that are next in line with you? Gotcha. It's just about establishing report. None of this stuff is outside the regular business realm, right? You come correct, you exceed expectations, and you don't be an asshole. Right. I mean, right. if you can do those things, you're at least putting yourself in a better position than somebody who's an absolute dick, but is equally as talented. Right. But doesn't PJ, return emails. Yeah. That's PJ, real. what does how does how does being an asshole or an absolute dick hinder you <laughs> from no, seriously, because we're talking about the music industry. So, how, how does that how does that potentially hinder you? For me, it's not going to hinder me at all. I'm I'm not if once I become in a position where I'm able to be an asshole and still be respected, then um, you know I'll come back in the podcast and tell you how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> My my perspective, real quick. My perspective: I wouldn't want to fuck with you if you're an asshole. Period. Of course. Period. I have a strict policy. There's a lot of people that I was very close to and very known to work with. And if you don't see them in my fucking corner anymore, you don't see anybody fucking with them anymore. It's because they're an asshole. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Not anybody subliminally. I don't do that. That pussy shit. I'm just saying. 
that's but that's what PJ saying. I'm to his point, man. We're nice guys, but we're not pushovers and we're not dicks. And we do everything right. We do it all by the book. We want to make sure everybody eats. You know, I'm like PJ. Which I know is fucking publishing by heart. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like right. Getting publishing and not even realizing it sometimes. And I'm like, thank you again. You get what I'm saying? Like that's how we yeah. that's how we move. That's how we move. But, but we knowing, work. but knowing that the majority of the people that mm. do the same things that you do within the mm. industry don't operate like that. That's my team. Um, then my team has to my team has to take them down. I have two assistants. I have a fucking manager. I have a business manager. My team takes them down. I don't fucking work. do that. They don't. I don't do my dirty work. Gotcha. That's the same right. thing with AJ, man. If you need something, I'll be like, yo, let me hit up Justin real quick. Shouts to Justin. He'll handle that shit for you. We got, we got right. just so happy to say no to somebody's face. So happy. Oh, shit. <laughs> so happy. He's like, he's like, I'm like, I don't want to be the bad guy. He's like, give me, give him my email. I'll do it right now. <laughs> right. Like, no. I, that's how most people should move. If you want to be a good guy and not get fucked over, that's how you do it. You know what I mean? So you don't have, so we can stop the fucking, the bullshit where everybody is an asshole and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, let's kind of end that shit. Let's just do good business. Yeah. And if people want to yeah. butt heads, then cool, let them butt heads. But I, I'm, I'm good. You know what I, mean? I do. I do have to say though, in my age, I'm gonna be 45 this year. Um, before, and I had a great conversation with a with a producer I really, really respect, um, Daniel Steele, um, and we become really good friends. And we had a great conversation just about working with people in general. Even though people are interested in what you do, you really gotta hard check people these days. Like, where where is your heart at right now? Right. Mm. Are you at it for this? Um, you know. It, whatever it is, people's motivations are not always aligned with your aspirations, right? So you, you have to check people and say, is this going to, is this a relationship that's going to work out or no? Mm. You know, because I'm not trying to really, in my age, I'm not trying to be frustrated in a creative opportunity ever, ever, right. no money, no nothing. You know, yeah. I want to, I want to make a, a good song. I want to make a good track. I want to have a lasting collaborative relationship, you know? And yeah, it, it, I hope it does pay bills. Absolutely. Right. But I'm not putting everything on the line for somebody whose heart is, is whack. Yeah. Nope. Well and said. You don't have the time well, for it either. Right. So like you said, you, you, you don't get, yeah. you don't get to sit down at the chair until nine o'clock every night. Right. So yeah. Great point. That's it. Yep. Right. You nailed it. Mm. So uh, so when I look up Mordella, it, it shows me a um, a tumbling flower beetle, uh, PJ. So what what, the, what what does Mordella mean? Or what's the significance there Mordella, with the name? Um, first of all, the the Mordella, yes, it is a, be- a beetle. When you know about the beetle, it digs in the in the wood almost, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love that connection. Just you know, the a lot of the analog. Um, instruments. I look up my ham in Oregon. It's 1959. It weighs 200 pounds and it's built of tubes and wood. Right. And so I always make a connection of digging into those instruments. Um, and also right around the corner from where I live, there's Mordella Drive. And so one day ah. I'm just riding down the road and be like, man, that kind of makes sense. It sounds like fine wine. I'm into it. Um, <laughs> so that was yes. it. Does yeah, and you know the the name uh, and everything that I do, even musically, whether it's something on paper, whether it's a logo, whether it's music, I don't overthink shit. 
Right. You know, I usually go with a first take of anything because that's when the magic happened. Right. That's when it was it was leaving my mind where the muse came and here it is. The fingers hit the keys and there you go. You hit roll the tape. Right. And I'll never go back. And so a lot of my samples are become loose like that. And I think there's a lot of magic in that musically. Mm. That's dope. I was say, does uh B shop music group still exist? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. DJ True Master, Beat Shot up here, um, doing amazing things. You know, wait, True Master, that's that's Jay Live's homie, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that's how I was able to work with um, Tanya Morgan and Jay Live. And man, I I MD'd for Jay Live down at Brooklyn Hip Hop Fest, and the Odyssey was on stage. Mind blowing stuff between J Five Seven and DJ True Master. Um, those two people have carved out lanes for me that I would have never imagined. And so mm. I'm, I'm forever grateful for both of those people. We're well, grateful for you, man. I'll speak true on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. So PJ, what else you got around the corner, man? Like anything you can talk, you can speak on or like wh- what's going on the rest of 2020? Um, I don't know if Jay knows this, but I'm doing some work with uh crumb on his album coming out. Dope. Oh, um, Lord. okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything more beyond that, but some really cool ideas that we had working with him. Um, yep. Yeah. And then, you know, I think my, my vision for moving forward into this chaos is being in my basement, creating samples, making relationships with people like Trox and, and just trying to shop music, man, just trying to get it out. Before you know, my fingers start to get arthritic or whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get it in now, man. Word. Meeks, what else you got, uh, man? You got anything else? Got anything you want to ask? I'm, I'm good, man. Um, I, I'd like to, I'd like to know some pricing, but we could talk about that <laughs> offline. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm cool. But uh, hey, man, I, real quick, I will say it's a pleasure speaking with you. Um, Likewise. great to yeah. great to meet you on this on this particular platform, and you know we'll we'll continue to look out for your work uh, for years to come, man. Thank you. Well, thank you for this opportunity, man. I mean this this podcast is so well respected from Rob Vic to everybody. Just speak so highly about what you guys do here, and uh, it's just an honor. I appreciate it. That's what's up. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I, I think um, I think PJ has the best sounding mic ever in the history of this podcast. Son, I don't play. Uh, I, I got a bill. I got a bill with you, PJ, on that mic you're using and what you got going on right now because that's just SM7B. Fucking... SM7B. All right. I knew it. No, I didn't. I didn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are great. Murder Meeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, PJ, Jay, anything else you guys want to uh, get off your chest before uh, we wrap this thing up? Uh, where people can support you or, um, you know, we'll just wrap it oh, up like that. Yeah. For me, I'm on Instagram. Um, you know, PJ Cats Music, uh, Mordella Samples. You can add me on IG. Um, MordellaSamples.com I tweet so check me out happy Mother's (laughs) Day and whatnot J57 what do you got to say I don't want this interview to end man this is so much fun but uh, I guess it has to for now 
Um, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about me on social media. Go to PJ. Period. Nah. <laughs> That's it. Wow, man. he's so humble. <laughs> so humble. I just want my man to fucking let them let them know how dope he is. That's it. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Jay. That's that's a that's a G move right there for real. Good looking. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. All right. Man, thank y'all. This has been great. Appreciate y'all for real, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you guys. Yep. Absolutely. All right, y'all. PJ Katz, J Mo Gang, mm-hmm. Walking with mm-hmm. Lions, J fifty seven, Razkaz, El Gant. No doubt. Shit's everywhere. Get it if you haven't. And uh, make sure we up out here, inter- right? We got interviews with all those cats he just named. Too, all so of go them. back and listen to them. That's yeah. right. Not Even- some of them, all of them. All, all of them. All, well, to your point, all of them. All of them. <laughs> you name them, we got them, man. <laughs> all right, y'all. Southern Vanguard Radio, twice a week, Meeks. Twice a week, though. Southern Vanguard Radio, and we out. Yeah, we out. Peace. Peace, y'all.